the Smowdown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and on the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. If you want, if you like what we talk about here on the show, you can like this video and subscribe to the channel. That way you can be making sure that you be watching all of our content. Look, it's the morning when we're recording this. I'm a little out of it. I'm not a morning person. And if you like it on the podcast feed, you can give us a five-star review and post a comment down below of this YouTube video if you're watching it live. Look, again, my brain's a little jumbled right now. You can follow the Galaxy Geeks on Gal- at Galaxy Geeks 1 on Twitter, and you can follow us on Instagram at Galaxy Geeks EL. I am your host, Elon McKegg, and joining me, as always, is the Grace Hancock to my Jane Washington, Luke Studdard. Luke, how you doing, buddy? What's up? So, as everyone can tell, we have a new look for the Galaxy Geeks channel. It actually looks like a channel. Hey, now, we look like a channel before. It's not as pretty. True, but I feel comfortable with this new look. We have a fresh look. We are focusing on making sure that we get our content out there in a more professional manner. If y'all like the new contact put content, let us know. We are going to start having reactions on the channel. So I did a trailer reaction this morning, so I'll did release that it? later on. Did you do it to Star Wars Visions? No, I need to. That's a great trailer I need to watch. I've not watched I, it yet. I was thinking about doing one for my channel at Mr. Eli Mac. Uh, yeah, selfless plug. Um, I was thinking about doing one for that, but at the same time, I wasn't. I don't know why I wasn't, <laughs> but I don't know. Which, I, I probably will. I'll end up doing it. But tease the audience. Tell, tease the audience. What did you what what did you do a reaction of? I did the reaction of the Masters of the Universe trailer. I'm ah. excited for that. Yeah. There wow. are a lot of people that are still thinking that Kevin Smith lied to them. And I'm like, ah, get over it. No. But no, it's it's gonna be great. I love the new look for the channel. As you'll see, we have added more graphics. We are trying to make this a more good-looking show. So please comment and share this video because we really need the views. We would love to get this out there. Yes. So, Sorry. And speaking again. of trying to wake up my buddy, what, <laughs> what is our first thing we are talking about today? Uh, we are talking about Rookie of the Week. And our Rookie of the Week is Ty Lieberman. Now, Ty Lieberman, Ty Lieberman. Of, of course, this week had a interesting week. We'll go. In, we'll get into that later on in the show. But based off of the research, and again, this could be a completely different Ty Lieberman than the one that we know and love and occasionally like to rant about. But based off of what I learned, Ty Lieberman is a writer, and the big thing that he wrote that came out in the theaters is Kiss the Bride. Again, this could be completely different Ty Lieberman. I just typed in <laughs> Ty Lieberman on Google, and this is what I found. So, yeah, that could that could be a different Ty Lieberman. This could be this Ty Lieberman. At this point, I like what he's doing in the Smowdown. He has his knowledge, and if, again, you can only have this knowledge if you're a movie writer, maybe. Maybe. Well, he's well, he's got his knowledge, and he's also got his wine, so... Ah, yes. he He's very good at his whining. I mean, just his wine. <laughs> no, honestly, he's he's an interesting character. I like the route that they're taking his character. I 
we'll get into it as time goes on, but I don't feel managerial he is there yet due to being a rookie. I mean, I'm not gonna say this as a I'm not gonna say this as him as a player, but I mean personality wise, he feels like a Gucci 2.0. Yes, yes, I agree, but that's not a good thing when it comes to being a manager. Gucci is a bright manager in the fact of he's fit yes he has figured out how to talk to his competitors and get them in the game i i believe gucci is a good manager i'm not saying he's the best manager but i think he's a good manager and so okay. i feel i know i know we disagree on this one but i feel that tyler lieberman was not ready for this type of responsibility just yet i think in the future he would be great See, if you watch my reactions here on the Galaxy Geek YouTube channel, um, <laughs> another selfless plug, um, I was mentioning throughout, before they revealed who the manager was, I was thinking it was going to be Roca. Because I yeah. like Roca is like one out of all the players on their team, I feel like Roca would have been the best managerial choice because Roca understands. Yeah, well, mainly Roca. Because Roca understands the JTE game. A, would be good. Roca understands the game a little bit better than JTE. And that's because Roca's been I nothing against JTE, but if you see Roca compared to JTE, you can tell Roca's like a little bit more connected into the game's blood than JTE. Yeah, yeah, I can honestly say that. But Let's go ahead, and I don't think there's too much left. We'll actually dive more into Ty Lieberman once we talk about our big match for the day. Yeah. So, I mean, that we're not Look, leaving Ty Lieberman, but we will Look, talk more. Let's just say this. All of our of the weeks are connected in some way. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So, next on the list is Player and Manager of the Week. Yes. Who pl- is our Player of the Week? Player of the Week is Drew McWeeny because of how he played this week, he was able to overcome the odds. And even when it seemed like near the end, everything was stacked against him, he was able to come back and make a big victory in the end. And then who is our manager of the week? The manager week of, of course, two second time in a row, I might also add, it's Sam Levine, because he was able to pull out that big, 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 big challenge at the end of Drew McWeeny's match. And that really helped Drew McWeeny get the victory. All right. Since these both both of the manager and the player and Ty Lieberman all have something to do with the match of the week, we are going to go ahead and talk about our major match of the week, and that is Drew McWeeny versus the Barbarian. Yes. Let's Drew talk McWeeny. about this match. Drew McWeeny versus the Barbarian, a big match of the week. I'm so glad that you've been taking the reins because again, it is early. Anyway, um, for this match in particular, I was like, you, I had Drew McWeeny. You initially had Drew McWeeny, but then you changed it to the Barbarian. Yeah. Cost you predictions, by the way. <sighs> I know. Um, I know. Um, but yeah, this was a match that I was rooting for Drew the entire time, though there are moments where I was like, man, the Barbarian's doing really good. Like that steal that the barbarian had i was like that's the nail in the coffin right there because yeah barbarian was going perfect yeah i i felt like with barbarian he was in the game he knew what he was doing sadly he missed his five but he he played a great game he was 
in the he was in the zone he didn't know a question but the biggest thing and we can go ahead and start talking about this round three challenge yeah because let round... me ask you this do you think that let, let's actually explain the challenge what happened in the challenge all right so this is what happened drew mcweeney was asked the question what film in what film did john wayne win his first oscar and Drew McQueen, in his mind, he was thinking of the character, not the movie. He said Rooster Cogburn. And then he quickly conned himself. And then he said True Grit. The judges initially, like Andrew Guy and Mark Ellis, initially said that is incorrect, going to the five-pointer. But then Sam popped in with the challenge saying that he did say the right answer. And he said it before you, either of you, made a ruling so he should get awarded the points and ty and barbarian really didn't have a a rebuttal for it so that was the challenge and because and the decision was because drew mcweeney was able to get in the right answer before either of either drew andrew guy or mark ellis said anything that he should that he was going to be award of the points the challenge is going to be upheld and yeah that was the basic gist of what the challenge was so going into this going oh, into go this um as a player as someone that has played multiple times and has had gone through the process of answering questions like this i believe this was for the judges this was the right decision because there have been a mm. lot of instances where I have played in matches where I where I could see people, or I've played in matches and I've seen other matches in the online trivia leagues where people have said an answer, but then they quickly corrected themselves and said the right answer, and they still get awarded the points because they changed their answer correctly before the judges said anything. So I think it was the right decision. Well, here is my thoughts before I even think of the decision. First off, Sam Levine, if you're watching this, you are a masterful manager who you you caught it and that proves how good of a manager you are. You fought for your player and that was amazing. So whatever I say after this, I want to first off say you did great doing that. Me personally, I don't think the challenge should have went through. I, I do think he answered and then he did change. And so I think if but here's the thing if ty lieberman had been a stronger manager who had been in the game longer who was not a rookie he would have fought for his competitor if gucci had been there you know gucci would have chewed them both out and not gave up until the challenge was on barbarian side because i think if you had had a stronger manager on that side barbarian would have won that well he again won the you, game well again you also have to look at it as sam even he even stated in the rule book where this could this could have happened and this like sam has that rule book memorized i don't know yes. if any of the other managers has it have it memorized but sam roxy has does it, roxy what? does well roxy does in and i can and her. i think even roxy would have made the same challenge as sam oh yeah Oh yeah. And I, I just think I was disappointed. Oh, go ahead. And I can see your point of it shouldn't have gone through, but 
again, it's one of those things where Mark and Andrew Guy didn't say anything yet. And Drew McWaney was able to catch it before a long pause. It was one of those, he said it, but then he quickly caught it. And then he said the right answer. It was one of those things where if it would have been, he said it, long pause, and then he changed it, that's when I would have been like, okay, that was too long of a pause, but he was able to catch it immediately. And I think that's in that instance, that's the way of going, okay, Drew should get the points because of the instant catch. Whereas again, if there would have been a long pause before he changed it, that would have been more of the, okay, that's, that's stretching it. If you should get, be getting the points. Well, I, Honestly, I can't fully disagree with you. I really can't. I think the challenge was perfect. Mm-hmm. I am so disappointed that they picked Ty Lieberman as the manager. I think Ty Lieberman is a great player. I think he, I understand that maybe they couldn't pick someone else, but Ty Lieberman was not prepared. I felt, you're, you're right, Roca would have fought tooth and nail. And if Roca had won, then, then Barbary wins the match. Yeah, but like... Again, the entire time I was waiting for them to reveal that Roca was the manager because I know Roca would have been able to manage the Barbarian the best. But have you noticed this? And I'm, I'm doing this in a story perspective. So put this in the story perspective, not actual real life perspective. Whenever it comes to the Barbarian, they're sort of treating him like, uh, what's the best phrase i don't want to say second fiddle even though second fiddle is sort of like the main phrase in my brain right now they're treating him sort of storyline wise fintech exchange is putting him on the back burner even though he was the one yeah. that sort of helped assembled the team i i agree but it's also because barbarian has not won his matches i mean that's true but i mean like I'm just saying storyline-wise, that's what they're doing. What do you, where do you think that's leading it, storyline-wise? I see Barbarian with a different faction next year. I, I'm, I thinking, think... I'm thinking the same thing. The only way I don't see it is if they turn it around. I see Barbarian with a different faction, and I see Barbarian as more of a heel faction guy. So I don't know where he would go. Well, the only other but, major heel faction, even though you and I sort of don't consider them heel faction, a heel faction anymore, is Corruption. Yeah, I think Corruption would be good. Or the Dungeon. I think he would be a good Dungeon head. The Dungeon's not even... Look, let's be honest. There's only true... In my opinion, there's only one real heel faction, and that's the Finstock Exchange. Corruption and the yeah. Dungeon, they teeter that line. The Stars teeter that line. Whereas usual suspect swag and quirky mercs are more of a face faction. Well, swag once, teeters that line as well. Well, once we dive into in studio and we can get actual video or actual in studio stuff, you're going to mm-hmm. see more character work. You're going to actually see more of the heel face. So it's hard to say heel or face right now because we haven't had much um, just the theatrical stuff the yeah wwe stuff yet so uh, just wait we'll, until we we'll, get that back yeah we'll change our minds on that i know we will because you know it happens but in saying that i 
think Sam was masterful. That's why I picked him as manager, or we both picked him as manager of mm -hmm. the week. And Drew McQueenie played his heart out. I, I take nothing away from Drew McQueenie because he still played masterfully. I just feel the fault for this match, if I were going to say it, is Gucci should have had someone else. If Gucci can't be there, and Kaiser w missed one of his matches this past week. Yeah, and but so he had... Th things happened. But it's like, unlike Kaiser missing his match, he had Adam Witt, who had experience yes. in the game that had been here for more than one year that like it also, wasn't he's his... managed before too yeah he's already it managed wasn't, last year it wasn't his rookie season and he's managed before so adam witt knows how to play the game ty lieberman this was his first time managing and it's still his rookie season i don't know yeah, if he this... knows the game as well as a john roca and i feel like john Ro again it's just one of those things where it's like my entire thought process was oh man john roca should be the manager in this match because he would have made sure that no matter what like sam would have had to fight to yeah get his challenge sam didn't fight sam like, did not have to fight for that challenge no sam just quoted the rule book and moved on and ty was like i don't know what to do yes and so that was that shows how important managers are mm -hmm. the managers are becoming more and more important every year yeah and um yeah yeah I, well. I had a thought but i couldn't remember it no you're good you're good but no uh, we'll go ahead and i think that's the end for our, our match of the week i was super excited about it i think this next coming up week what we're about to talk about is going to be even wilder mm -hmm. than this past week i think this past week in Smodown was a easy week we had only three matches yeah so Normally, if, a three-match three, three match week is not as crazy, but when you have a big event like we're going to have this week, the Schmodown's a different place. Yeah, we're, we're getting Schmodown Throwdown this week. So that's going to be, oh, man, that's going to be a big night, big week for reactions. Oh, yes. So let's go ahead and go to our match predictions. Ah, yes, match predictions. You have that schedule up there, buddy? Uh, actually, I have our scores up. I wanted ah, to talk about the scores yes. before we started. Yes, look at the scores, everybody. Look at the beautiful <sighs> scores. Eli, mm. 15. Luke, 11. Or 12. I thought, no, 12. I'm 12. Don't 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 take away my point. I'm, I'm not taking away your point. I'm just stating the fact that I am in the lead. All because, uh, yeah. all, look, ladies and gentlemen, let's look back at last week's um, show when, no, not even last week's show, we had to do it after. When we when we did predictions, we, we were talking about it right before, yeah, right before our yes. interview with Gold Leader, and we were talking about predictions, and I was like, hey, yeah, Drew McQueenie versus um, Barbarian, who do you have? And he said, and we were just going down, and we both said Drew McQueenie at first. I'm like, yeah, Drew McQueenie, that's like the best option. And he changed his mind because he uh, did, because at that point we were like even. We were both picking the same people, and you were like, no, I'll change my mind. I'll, I'll I'm going to change it to Barbarian. I'm like, okay. And look uh, what it did. It cost you. I know. I know. <laughs> look, if people look at me as a bad guy for like doing all this 
go ahead. I just know that if I win at the end of the year, I'm going to be the one that I get my snacks paid off. Someone's paying for my snacks and all that. And I am, we're going to be watching Spider-Man. Which, well, I will say once once the Spider-Man trailer is released, me and him both are going to do a reaction on this channel. I mean, yes. We'll both, how about this? We'll do a reaction on this channel and we'll also post it on my channel. How about that? Okay. Fair? I'm good with that. There we I, go. I am fair with that. So, in talking about the, after talking about the results, there's not much left. I'm losing, so... Yep. I yes, you are. To get better this week. Yes, you uh, do. Before, also, I want to also shout out Garth McMurray. He yes. released these this schedule on the uh, Roxy the Stars uh, fan channel, which honestly is becoming one of my favorite channels to follow because they give out a lot of information that some of the other channels aren't releasing. And so, and go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, I'm just saying, I also write down the schedule. So, I mean, like, if you just need to know, you can just ask me. I have them all written down. Well, normally they, they don't release till much le- a little bit later, but he just released them real quick. And I just, I, I really have respected Garth McMurray. He's oh, really Garth putting himself is great. out there. Garth is a great guy. Yeah, I, I just, and I like being able to have the match predictions on the screen for everyone to see so that we're not just shooting. Uh, talking about it and not having anything to visually so, see. So tell me, look, is it on my left or right right now? It is on your left or right. It's on your right. My right, right here? No, left, left, left. It's okay, there way, we go. That way. That way. This yep. is the schedule. You will be seeing who we're going to be picking off of this. <laughs> look, I, I, I want to I wanna become more of a Vanna White right now. Like, as you can see, boop. Yeah. <laughs> so our first match of the week will be the Outsiders versus the Press Room. Who you got? Okay, so I'm looking at this. Both teams need a win. Yeah. Um, I think Ben gave away his hand this past match. I really think he did because he basically said with him um, – not being in studio it's very hard for him to get in the mode to play whereas paul i think is always in the mode to play and then i look at josh horowitz and perry and i'm like man perry really did great last season being um digital and josh has been just on a roll recently so i'm picking the press room to win this match because again Mm. i think i legitimately think Ben showed his hand a little bit too much this past week in his match against King Khan of saying like, whenever like stuff like this starts, like the digital matches, when they start, like he, he finds it difficult to like get in the mode to play whenever he's not in studio. And like, he's saying that when they go back in studio, that's when he'll probably be able to, play good again and i'm like all right if if you're telling people that you need to be in studio to win matches then i don't know about this then i have a question is this week in studio i've not heard yes or no on that and if they're doing these uh these teams matches they might be in studio this week well i don't know i don't know if josh is still in new york or not Mm, i feel like i honestly feel like 
uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, again, I think Smowdown Collision may be our first, like, return to studio. I know, I know Christian is trying so hard to get everything back in the studio, but I think Smowdown Collision will be the first time we go back in the studio, and then that's when we're going to get regular in-studio content again. Okay. Well, and speaking of that, I think I'm going with the Outsiders. Okay. I think Ben's hungry. I think he's upset. I think uh, you're right. He did say that, and that I don't think he should have. But I think the Outsiders will win it because I think Paul Preston is a hungry player right now. So I think I'm going to go with the Outsiders. I mean, look, no matter – like, I'm running for both teams. So it was really a – using intuition, who do I I think is going to win? But, like, again, it's – like, if either team wins, I won't be mad. I'm not going to be mad if I – lose predictions for that match because I want both teams to win and do great. Yeah. So our next will be Brother Lomas versus Beth May, your favorite competitor. What you thinking? You go first. (laughs) So honestly, to make you mad, I'm going with Brother Lomas. Only because I think he has been working. I think he's got a team behind him that is trying to help him. And I just think that he is, he did not show well in his first match. And I think as time goes on, there will be more, he'll play better, especially with the team he has behind him. So I'm going with Brother Lomas. Well, well then. This is a real catch-22 for me. Because the Finsock Exchange has really been proving themselves lately. And I really like Beth May, just as a personality. I, She's great. Ultimately, in the end, I have to look at the competitors and what they both did, were able to do. I'm picking Brother Lomas. Wait, 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 wait. Say, say that again. I'm say, picking say again. Brother Lomas to win. <laughs> Am I having a heart attack? Wait, 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 wait. Stop wait. it. Explain yourself. Explain yourself. The Finsock Exchange has been proving themselves. I mean, let the start of the season, I wasn't picking any of the Finsock Exchange because I was like, ah, oh, no, they've. They've been, they did bad picks and all that, but they've been proving themselves since. How do you go against that math? Nothing against Beth, but her match against Jessica Sloth wasn't the best. Brother Lomas was able to stay ahead of Frankie Alvarez for a majority of that match. Heck, the entire time they were playing, my brain was like, please, Frankie, do something. Do something. <laughs> And he did something. So. I love hearing it. I love hearing it. <laughs> uh, stop it. It's the only time you'll ever do oh, I love hearing it. to win. <laughs> All right. Just so I don't have to rub it in anymore. We have Jader Paramo versus Eric Zipper. Who you got? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Jader versus Eric Dipper. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting match. It's very hard to pick right now because I'm looking at both competitors. They're both two and two in singles. They both, both teams, both factions need a win, like oh, really yes. badly. I mean, if you look at the ranking, actually, you know what? I don't know. I put a ranking up there. Yeah, we, we, man, why aren't we more professional? Why don't we have the rankings, Luke? Well, listen, I have everything else. <laughs> Look, it's hard to do everything. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling trying. up the rankings on my phone right now. I do this a lot during the reacting videos that we, you can find here on the Galaxy Geek YouTube channel. Under the, um, the, no, I don't want the schedule. Under the Galaxy Geeks Reacts, um, playlist see look it's sometimes my brain okay in the standings you're tired yes um the den is 20 is at number five and swag is at seven so swag is the one that needs the win the most oh so who are you going with i think when it okay when it comes okay eric zipper proved a lot in his in the midterms match against danger zone i mean my goodness and jader hasn't really excuse me the last time jader won was in single zipper is not ha- i don't know who i'm picking because it's hard i'm okay i'm mm, i'm picking jader oh really because jader because Zipper has to do so much for Swag. He's an IG player, he's a singles player, and he's a teams player. And though I know Zipper's knowledge is, like, really good, he's he's great at – he has a great overall knowledge, and I don't want to ever say that Zipper is a bad player. But Jader is more focused in singles – and, like, that's his only thing that he needs to worry about. And he has a great team behind him with Ben and Paul and Jess and, like, everyone in the den. And, I mean, Zipper has a great team as well with Lon and John and Paul. But, like, I don't know. I'm just – Jader is the one sticking out to me, so I'm picking Jader. Wow. I am actually very shocked by that. Don't I am going... be shocked at me. I am because I'm going with Eric Zipper. Eric has more history. He's had upsets. You're right. He is having to do three category or three divisions where he's in in inner geekdom, in teams, in in singles. But that's a positive because he can throw in inner geekdom slices into singles and teams. He is always preparing. Again. I am so shocked that you're going with with again. Here's the thing: if Jader wins, it, it it'll be upset because I'm going with Eric Zipper. Zipper is more prepared. Again, I don't care who wins. Ultimately, I'm gonna be happy if either competitor wins. It's just based off of everything that I am thinking about. I feel like Jader is going to win. Swag needs it the most, and they're probably the ones that are training like every single day 24 7 but it's just i don't know 
there's something that's pulling, <laughs> like pushing Jader in front of my mind. By the way, you're picking the next one first because it is Ooh. Rushmore, ah. John Rokin. We're in the Schmodown Throwdown pay-per-view right now, ladies and gentlemen. It is Rushmore versus Final Exam. Who do you have? <sighs> wow. Uh, this is hard. This yeah, one is I know extremely it is. hard. Yeah, I know. I That's why I'm putting think, you in, in front. I think just based off of Oh, oh man. I I think I'm going to go with Rushmore. Mm-hmm. I I just more on the safe bet than anything else. I I think I could be wrong on this one pretty easily. I am actually leaning more towards final exam, but I I think recently the Finstock Exchange has had a couple of bad matches. Mm-hmm. And I think that has put some some bad thoughts in my mind about the Finstock Exchange, which I shouldn't. And I need to trust what we've been do- seeing in the past well, and seeing where they've been doing. Well, hold on. Let's look at the Finstock. Okay, the last two matches that the Finstock Exchange had were this past week, and they had one win and one loss. So you shouldn't be sour to them. Yeah, I guess I was just sour over the the Barbarian match. That yeah. really soured me pretty badly. But I think what I'm going to have to go with is Rushmore. I think Rushmore, you've got Roka, who I think he's hungry. I think he's playing better than he's ever played. And then JTE. is legitimately playing doing. better than he's ever played. Oh, man. I don't know what, what happened to JTE, but he scares me. <laughs> yeah, I mean... When I look at the match as well, I'm going to pick Rushmore because... Really? Yes. I thought you were going final exam. I know. You I'm, always go Paul. I'm shocking you. I know I always go Paul, but when you look at all the matches that they have had, like both teams, like... And I'm just looking at this past season because Rushmore wasn't thing last season. When you look at Rushmore this past season, they have two wins, and both of their wins are via TKOs. Their only loss was against Ben Bateman and Dan Merle. When you go up against Ben Bateman and Dan Merle, true, corruption was able to beat them. When you go up against them, there is a small likelihood that you're going to win. And Rushmore was able to push them. Final exam, their last match was against Shazam. And... Sure, it was a number one contenders match, but they did not play well in that match. No, no. So it's just (sighs) one of those things where it's like, what have you done for me lately? Final exam did not have a great last match against Shazam. Rushmore played amazing in all three of their matches. So I have to pick the team that has been playing amazingly, and I have to pick Rushmore. Wow. Okay. I don't blame you. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm very shocked by that. So let's talk about the final match. The main event versus lightning time. Yeah. Who you got? I mean, I feel like it's obvious. I'm picking deception. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Both players are hot. Both players on Marisol is about to play in a number one contenders match. Adam Collins is just Adam Collins. He's still playing it hot. Sure. 
Ethan Irwin's about to play in a title match, but yeah. like Adam Collins and Marisol have been like on a hot streak ever since, like ever since their loss against Danger Zone. They've you can tell like oh they're hungry for more, and the only reason why they didn't win that match is because of not being able to pull one answer. That was it. They went perfect in their match against um, who did they play against in round one of that tournament? Lightning Time was that no, no, the press run? No, Lightning Time played, I'm trying to think of Deception's first match. Oh, Deception. Oh, gosh. Because Lightning Time beat Outsiders. Decept- I'll look this up. I already did. Deception oh, beat it- Blackjack. Yes, yes. And they went perfect in that match. The only reason why they didn't beat Danger Zone was because of the last question. Because, and that's it. Like, Deception, I think, is going to win this match because, again, they were able to go perfect in their match against Blackjack. They nearly beat Danger Zone. But, like, that's it. Lightning Time, when they went up against um, Rushmore in their most recent match, they did not play as well as we wanted them to. We, Or at least how much I wanted them to. Because I picked Lightning Time to win that match because of their chemistry against the Outsiders. So I was really hoping for Lightning Time to pull up a big win against Rushmore. Unfortunately, their playing in that match was not up to par with how they could play. And because they disappointed me in that match, I'm sorry, I have to go with Deception. I can't disagree with you. I'm going Deception too. Deception is just playing a different kind of game. Yeah. Yes, they lost against the Danger Zone, but honestly, I think it was a bad match for him. I think Adam Collins hasn't been playing, so I guarantee he's hungry. Yeah, the last time we saw Adam Collins was in the free-for-all. And then you got Marisol, who is about to play Kevin Smith. Oh, man. I cannot wait for us to do predictions for Smodown Collision because I feel like you and I are going to be completely opposite when it comes to the picking. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait for that. So let's run down. Let's run down our picks. You picked Outsiders. I picked the Press Room. We both picked Brother Lomas. I know it's shocking. I picked Jader. You picked Eric Zipper. And then for Smodown Throwdown, we were the same people at Rushmore and Deception. It's going to come down to two matches. That's great. This is come on. This should be a very fun week. I am. I love weeks where we have a big pay per view and the excitement is there. Everyone's super excited to watch. A hundred percent. Cannot wait. And let's. And also, oh, go ahead. And though that this week, let's let's give a preview. And when I say preview, I mean let's just look at some of the matches of next week. We're gonna have next week. We're gonna have a Claudia Dahl versus Chrissy V. We're going to have Jesse Swift versus Jacob Whitnaben. I know Garth put this up for this pat- for this week, but officially this does not have a schedule. Mike Kalinowski versus Chandru for the IG Championship. And then mm-hmm. we're going to have a Mark Wright. And then for Smowdown Battlefield, Mark Riley versus Liz Shannon Miller. And then that main event, Dan Merle versus Ethan Irwin for the singles championship. That's next week. I cannot wow. wait. Are next you week- sure? That almost seems like a bigger week than Collision. Oh, next week is a massive week. 
Yes. Wow. Okay. I can't wait. That should be like, fun. We thought this week was big. Next week is even bigger. Wow. Well, at least we have a new looking show to react to it. Oh, yes. Don't forget to send me those overlays, by the way. <laughs> I, I will. Don't worry. Don't worry. I, you will have also, uh, if you do not know, as you can see, we've changed up the look of the show, like we mentioned earlier. So also our reaction videos will have a different look as well. Yes. Make it look more professional in a way. Yeah. Now, we gave our prediction. We talk about of the weeks and we talked about the match of the week. Now let's go into the general recap of just this past week. Luke. All right. Our first match of this past week was King Khan versus Ben Goddard. King Khan able to pull the win again. Like you and I both thought Ben Goddard had this. You and I like yeah. the experience that Ben Goddard had. We thought, yeah, this is his he's going to win this, but he didn't. Your is it thoughts. just me or is King Khan such a he's not underrated, but he's such a sniper. You wouldn't expect him to be so good. Yeah. But he's great. I mean, King Khan in this match was very focused. He didn't miss a single question. You can tell when players are focused and when they're a little unfocused. And I said this during the reaction, and I know this was during the promo stuff. And I my entire thought was Ben seems a little too relaxed. He needs to be yeah. a little bit more focused. And I well, think that's what King, hurt King ben. Khan. Well, I think it's because King Khan is so he's a sniper because you don't expect him to just be great, but he's yeah. a great competitor. And I and can I just I say that interesting. Ben had a great pull though for the five pointers, yes. remembering who played the cat in homeward bound <laughs> that's awesome i mean when you if you were to see the reaction that i did i was going my brain was saying susan saradin at first until i remembered it was sally field and the only reason why i remembered was because i'm because i remembered what sally field sounded like that was it <laughs> i was like wow like i was replaying the character's voice in my head i'm like who does that sound like <laughs> That's awesome. I I mean that's that's great. This is great. I mean, I know Michael J. Fox plays one of the dogs in the movie. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. really cool though. Homeward Bound. Interesting movie. Go watch it. <laughs> it's it's a fun movie. But oh, yeah. yeah, I I thought the match was interesting. I think King Khan has a great future ahead of him. Oh, 100%. If you notice, a majority of the 2 and 0 players are in the Finsug exchange. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just keep getting better. So, I don't think there's too much left to talk about this match other than I think Ben Goddard, you're, like you said before, I, he does need to be back in studio. We'll see what happens there. He showed I, his hand too much. Yeah, yeah. So, next is David Del Rio versus Frank Moran. Moran, man, I... Moran, Moran, yes. I mean... I knew we both picked David Del Rio to win. I did not expect him to win this like this. I knew he would. David is such a good player. Did he, he win? I Wait. cannot believe Kate, Kate got rid of him. Why? Yeah. Wait, like, can, why? You, can you remind me? Did he win via TKO? I can't remember. I can't remember. Because I feel like he did. 
but I can't remember in my brain. Maybe the audience, audience, if you can remember, post it in the comments because I need to know. By the way, if you've noticed, I've woken up a bit more. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, David played amazing in this match. And the moment I still look back and seeing him in the den and then him getting dropped by Kate and then Kaiser picking him up and then he proves why he's a great player. And I'm like, Kate, why what did you, you drop him? <laughs> like, why? It makes I, no sense. I don't know why. It's one of those things where just why? <laughs> like, she yeah. probably has a reason, but I mean, after this match, it better be a really good one. Yeah, I, I hope she comes back and plays him and explains. Mm -hmm. Because I'd love to get an explanation. Now, I'm going to check her roster for a moment. There's a reason why I'm checking her roster. Um, I just wanted to see. I, need, I just need to see Thomas. Yeah, Star Wars. Lacey, Star Wars. Ross, Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I. she dropped him for Ross from nowhere, who's a Star Wars player. When she already had two Star Wars players. That's weird. I don't, Unless I don't, she, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I wish to know. I'd love to understand why I, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. And I mean, she didn't pick up another IG player because she had Saul and Ben, which again, yeah. I have, though, my goodness, I want to bring this up right now. When Ben brought up that Saul is going to beat Amaru. And that Ben is probably, and when he said, I'm probably going to be in the IG tournament, I was like, Ben, buddy, you're probably not going to be in the IG tournament this season. We'll see how, we'll see how we pick. Look, on, you know how confident happens. I am. You know how confident I am about Amaru. You know how confident. Well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. But like, yeah, going back to the David Del Rio versus Frank Moran match, David played amazingly and whenever you see someone play this good and you drop them from your roster you have to think a little bit like why did i drop them yeah i i don't know what happened there there's there's probably a good reason but i don't know what the reason is <laughs> yeah i mean i can if kate if david were to say hey i'm gonna be a little bit hard to schedule because of career and kate yeah. was like all right if that's how it's going to be, I'm going to drop you. But then the dungeon picks him up and then he gets scheduled and he wins. I'm like, well then, well then. <laughs> but it was a good match. I yeah. think David Del Rio has a bright future ahead of him. A hundred percent. I mean, so, I don't know. Like, I don't know when his next match will be. Maybe if, because they were talking about the singles tournament and I'm like, all right, Dungeon, start thinking about the singles tournament because you're going to need four people. And I know David probably wasn't one of the people that we mentioned, but after this match, I mean, I can easily consider it if he can be scheduled around that. We will end up, I know we talked about this last week, but just for the audience to know, we are going to have a special singles tournament review in a few weeks from now a more not, accurate one not a review a preview 
preview so that we can have a more accurate assumptions of who's yeah. going into the tournament a little because bit i felt like last week we were like, off yeah that was us just just spitting out our like our own predictions and not really basing it off of everything maybe in august like mid-august when we're a little bit closer to the tournament we'll have a better yeah. idea but yes. i want to mention one thing because i didn't mention it at first for the barbarian versus drew mcweeney match that final question that barbarian had about the newsies the only reason why i knew that answer was because of the broadway show not even because of the movie <laughs> so i'm not I, shocked by that at all my brain was like thank you so much musical theater <laughs> well let's go ahead and uh i think we're basically done talking about the matches we'll Anything else you want to leave the audience with before we head out? Audience, I want you to know one thing and one thing alone. IG is debuting in FCL, and I'm not there. So my little shot, no. But don't worry. Maybe someday you'll see me in an FCL with Shmodo match. You saw the Go Leader interview? He's pushing for it, too. <laughs> But yeah, this week was a short week, but also a fun week in matches. It's one of those, the the week, the month has started, so we got to start a little slow. Don't want to just throw everything at you at once. But I could see, like, next week, this upcoming week, big week. It's also a big week in wait. teams, so we're going to have a team of the week. It's been Finally. a while since we've done team of the week. Oh, hey, hey, audience, I also wanted to ask, how's everyone liking the new player and manager of the week badges? I, I can go ahead and pull that up real quick. The The new looks, I think I, I've gotten some good responses recently, but I just was curious what everyone's thoughts were on them. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. Luke, this is a question for you. Schmodown has yes. been putting out the pictures like, oh, you got to who's your favorite singles player, who's your favorite IG player, and so on and so forth. This week, we have shown that it is, or today is, favorite manager. So, Luke, who's your favorite manager? Uh, why you got to throw me under the bus? Look, we're going to get it out of the way here, and then we'll post it on Twitter with the nice little gif or picture. I'll do the picture. I think I... Uh, mm, man my mm. favorite person in general in the schmodown is koi but i no you know what and just thinking of his ma past matches and everything else i'm going koi i have to agree with you 100 percent. i know kaiser has been a great manager for his players gucci's been really great but overall like when it comes to managing your player not just to win but just managing them to like hey have fun remember this is you're still playing a game and you're still having fun you got to have fun while playing the game and i think Corey's done really good job in doing that because again i feel like a lot of people have been forgetting that you're still playing a game you're still yes. you're playing with friends and i understand like everyone's like doing a character for this and all but if you really want to win, you're playing a game. Can't forget about yes. that. You got to have fun. And that's like half of the battle is having fun. I know a lot of people 
like Saul, take it very, very, very seriously. But you cannot forget, it is still a game. Well, let's also, we can go ahead and talk about the rest of the week, not just for today. Favorite faction, What? which faction are you going with? I've never actually chosen a favorite faction this season. You know this. Because <laughs> I do not want to do one yet. I feel like I'm backed into a corner. We um, have to. Uh, overall, favorite faction, I have to pick Corruption. Corruption? Mm-hmm. Overall, they have a lot of personalities that I like in Corruption. The Like, my favorite IG player and my favorite team, my favorite IG player is Mike Kalinowski. My favorite team is Corruption. So I feel like it's a no-brainer that my favorite faction is Corruption. I'm going dis- to agree with you, actually. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would, but I actually agree with you on this <gasps> one. Thank you so much. Now, I this next one, so much. this is just overall in general. What is your overall favorite match? And- Andrew Demolante versus Alex Damon, too. Two. Interesting. I thought you would have picked one. No, no. Uh, remember the the set, the one where they went to overtime this past year was the second time they played. No, that was. Yes, second time. Was it their second time that they ever played? Yes. You, I'm yes, sorry. I look. Time. I look at it as in championships. That's their first time playing for the belt. Like that's how my brain works. Well, the first time they played this year, that match where they just kept going into well, overtime. Well, was that their first time playing one-on-one? No, no. They had played that, – that was the second time them playing one-on-one. Alex had beat him once before. Okay. Before he was the champ? Yes. Okay. My favorite no, match no. – he was – he actually – he. this was the second time they played for the – No, Andrew – They played no, three Andrew, times. No, this was their first time playing for the belt. Mm-hmm. Andrew – Mm. Mm-hmm. Second. Mm. Promise you. Second. We're gonna need a fact checker on that. I'm gonna fact check. Fact checking. Andrew Demolanta versus Alec Damon. Because Andrew very much made it. No, 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 no. They're even labeling their match from a month ago where it was like the second title match was Andrew Demolanta versus Alex Damon too. Oh, well, then Alex, then their first match this year. Okay. See, I knew my brain wasn't. Aha, fact checker, Elon McKegg right here. My favorite match overall would probably have to be Mike Kalinowski versus Rachel Cushing. Oh, like, oh, oh, I thought that it was talking about this year. No, I'm just, I said in general, overall. Oh, oh, then I, I agree with you on that match. That, I'll actually go with you on that match. Just both of those players, whenever they, when Rachel and Mike, any time they play against each other, and I'm talking about the time they fought for the title. Yes. It's so I good. I agree with you. You love oh, to watch so, play. Oh, it's so good. And then so, we got Mark Ellis Appreciation Day, which will... Mark Ellis is the best. I mean, I mean, what, I will what else always, I will always pick the time when he dressed up as the devil for his championship match against Dan Merle. Because I mean, come on. And then the for number nine, and this will be the last one we talk about. Favorite baby place face player. Who's your favorite? Oh man, favorite baby face. 
Oh man. That's I know it's Brendan Meyer. <laughs> but like favorite baby face is difficult to look at in this current spectrum because you have to start questioning what is a baby face and who is a baby face. I would have to say overall, if I had to go favorite baby face overall, because has Stan Merle ever gone heel? No, screw it. My favorite baby face ever of all time, Hector Navarro. Hector Navarro, oh wow. Because he was the first person to ever defend the IG belt. But it's like, if that's yeah. what we're doing overall, if we had to do current players currently playing, I'd have to go Dan Merle because he's a baby face. Okay. Well, then what we'll, we'll do, uh, we'll, what we'll do is we'll, when we post a photo, we'll actually do like who's in the, in it right now. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Those are, our, those are our, those are this week's Smodown, um things. What's it called again? The Smodown photo <laughs> challenge. Photo challenge. Yeah. So those are our, photo challenge look at this point the only reason why we're talking and recording all this is because we don't want to turn off the recording yet but unfortunately like everything it this show has come to an end so for my friend luke stutter i have been elon mckeg and you have been the audience and i hope you all have a great rest of the day awesome see you later buddy